down, man down. Back out Fisher. Fisher for three. All right, y'all, this is Don't Have Me Sports Podcast, episode 65. Second week, man, with a couple sports, so we're back. Edgar, what's your name? Yo, what's going on? Nah. (laughs) We got Eli in the house. What up? We got got Invisible Ed. Yo. Here, but uh, we don't know where he's at. Undisclosed. He won't share that information. Undisclosed Undisclosed location? Yeah, this dude, Area 51, chilling in Vegas. I don't know what he's at. Yeah, I wonder where the fuck he's at. He's just a digital nomad all of a sudden, huh? <laughs> <laughs> he's on a, what's it called? Uh, so you hide your, your footprint? Mm-hmm. What? On a VPN? Oh. oh. <laughs> There's no way of tracking this dude down. For Is all we know, he's streaming stuff on Netflix. <laughs> halfway across the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. COVID. What happened? Gotta stay away from COVID. Facts. How did you guys enjoy your Father's Day, by the way? It was good, man. Yeah, yeah pretty, Father's Day. Chill. Pretty Latino, you know? Celebrate. True. It's a lot of food, man. Barbecues. Uh, yeah, dude, a lot. I think I ate more this Sunday than I have, like, in the past couple weekends, dude. Really? Yeah, we had our chiles, we had barbacoa, and then we had uh, chilaquiles in the morning. That was Damn. You didn't bring any huachilas, bro? Nah, man. Oh, well, we don't it? know where you're at, dude. Where the state your location? Dude, you just have to tell me that you have the food and I'll pull up at your door. Yeah. <laughs> Teleports? There would have been, been a black Mercedes show up when you sign your front door. You, you have a new car? No, bitch. A fucking... <laughs> <laughs> You got a what's that? What's it called? Uh, oh, the, the the president's uh, security secret yeah. service. We'll get the secret service. service showing yeah, up. Secret service. There you go. I was fucking blanking out on him. He's a Trump's personal intern. <laughs> 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 Is it paid or unpaid, dude? Because there's a debate going on. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure he prefers his blondes. <laughs> for his interns. <laughs> Put on a wig. Oh man. Blondes with black roots. <laughs> Fuck. Would you? Oh, uh, no, we've asked that question. We'll move on, man. All right, guys, let's get started, dude. So we got the MLS. So LAFC just signed uh, Andy Najera. So. Najera, wait. Najera. Is it Najera or Najera? Najera. Najera or Najera? I don't know, dude. You took oh. Spanish fucking four. I don't know, dude. Like, I'm so mixed into, like, between, like, certain languages, like, English and Spanish. Oh, I believe it's Andy Nahar, way. Yeah, Nahar, I don't think there's... It's not Nahar. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's an E in there. It's Nahar. Yeah, it's Nahar. I don't think Nahar. there's an E in there. Nahar. There's no... There's no... There's no <laughs> E, Nahar. and the E is supposed to be an A. Ah, uh, Jesus. Yeah, who wrote this? Yeah. Your name is misspelled. Dude, I'm telling you, man, this guy... Was this Alex, Alex again? Alex. No, it wasn't me. It's this guy. Nahar. No mames, way. Anyways, nah, he's a 27-year-old. You're the one that sabotages this podcast all the time, man. 27-year-old. Like pick at me and say, I'm the, I'm the reason why. Now, fuck you. Take over. I'm done. <laughs> 27-year-old Honduran soccer player that plays, uh, from what I understand, right back, right winger, possibly, and midfield. Yeah. Edwin, can you confirm? Yes, sir. He, uh, he started out the right wing in D.C. United. Yep. Some years back, 
He um, left Anderlecht, where he's been for like five or six years, I think. Belgian team? Yeah. Yep. And now um, he was playing right back there, and now he's back. So I think he's going to be playing right back, and Tristan is going to be sliding into the into the center center back. Right back. Don't we have uh, – what's his name, Chiquito? On the, oh, no, that's on the left. No, that's on the left. You're right. No, we had Tristan so on the guy's a, This guy's a former rookie of the year for the yeah, MLS, right? He was pretty good, man. He left. I'm telling you, he went to Anderlecht. Injury stunted his growth. What do you What do you expect from him? Uh, I think he's going to be very good. I mean, he's young. He's twenty seven. He has experience in the league. So you know, he, he's like at the prime of his of his career. You know, hopefully he stays fit, and that'll be a good uh, good right back. You know, good a fitting um, new piece. You think he's going to slot into the starting lineup right off the bat, or he's going to have to work his way up? Nah, he's going to slot in. There's somebody else at the right. What's his name? No. The old dude. Fuck, I forgot his name. Beta sure was playing on the right, and he didn't play him. Harvey. Playing on the left. Harvey plays on the left. You're right. Fuck. Yeah, we have Beta sure. Yeah, it was Beta sure. Yeah. So he's going to be a good um, replacement for Beta sure. Hmm, that's interesting. I could have sworn we had somebody else on the right, though. No, that's it. We didn't. We didn't have anyone else. We all. We didn't even have a sub for it. Remember, we were using Latif back there when when uh, when they went through injury. Yeah, Latif. Because uh, what's his name? The Portuguese guy had gotten injured, no? Portuguese. Joao, Joao, or did he play on the left too? He played on the left too. God damn it! Yeah, we've been we've been a little thin on the right. Huh? I think I think he's gonna he's gonna come into a good place. Um, we're looking good, man. I think we just need a a strong center back, and we should be fine. Yeah, I, well, I think I think uh, what's his name is is gonna fill in on the center back role pretty well. I've always liked him. Who Tristan? Yeah, Tristan. Tristan and uh, Segura in the back is gonna be a good pairing. I think. Uh, I think they're they're a little short. I I like the taller center backs. I don't know. I like Tristan. He has good. I think he has pretty good height. He's not like the tallest. He has good height and he has good, really good pace, which you know it's hard yeah. to beat him one v one. Yeah, he's fast for sure. So I, I don't know. I, I think uh, hopefully I'm, I'm assuming Bob Bradley's going to give him a run at those two at the back. Yeah, and so maybe see how that plays out before they they try to make any other moves for uh, possibly a, another center back. I mean, they still need someone because they're thin in the back. I think they only have um, Djokovic as a as a sub, as a rotation. Yeah, yeah. They probably need one more. Yeah, so they're probably gonna get one more, which is fine. Hopefully, somebody six four, six five. You know. Yeah, he did spend what five years in uh, Anderlecht. Yeah. Uh, one hundred and twenty six appearances, eleven goals, which isn't bad. Playing right back. Right back, yeah. That's that's pretty productive. So yeah, hopefully, I mean, hopefully he slots right in. And like you said, he knows the league already, so it's not you know it's not uncharted territory for him. Yeah, he's pretty fast, so it's gonna be nice to see him like uh, get on the overlap with Carlitos Vela on the right there. Mm, yeah, that's true. It'll it'll allow Vela to kind of drift Cut more towards the middle, and he kind yep. of overruns him. Yep. And he's had a uh, 36 caps for the national team too, four goals. So yeah. it was the most recent one. Uh, I'm not sure when the last one was. 
Yeah, I can't remember. I don't think he was in the Gold Cup, no. No? I don't think so. I can't remember, but I don't think so. Right. Yeah, so he should, seems like a good pickup. Definitely definitely worth uh, keeping an eye on to see how he performs and how he, he kind of fits in. So mm-hmm. that's yes. good. Good movement by LAFC for sure. Yeah. It was definitely nice to see somebody a little older, you know, because, like, well, having a lot of youth is good. Like, you definitely need experience, especially in the defensive end of the game. Yeah, when it's when, it, when it's those grinding those grind out games where you need to kind of inch out a win. Yeah, you, know, you definitely you need experience over over youth at that point. Yeah. All right, man. Cool. So that wrap that wraps up the MLS, man. Let's go over to the Merseyside Derby, Liverpool and Everton with a draw. Yeah, that was yeah. such a crap game. <laughs> yeah, dude. I was expecting goals, like a lot of goals, and it was a big letdown. Huge letdown. Well, I was actually surprised, and like I, I know that like in our with our with our friends with David and them, you know, we were talking about like because I, I think I, I said it like why didn't he just like put the full squad, make sure he wins the title in the next two games, and then like rotate for the rest of the season? Who cares? I don't know. Personally, I think that's how I would have done it. You know, secure the bag, and then fucking you know. Look, if Basse after after you secure the trophy, like that's it. You know, I, I don't think they're gonna lose the trophy, but I still think that you know, there's no reason to just you know. Well, how do you know? Maybe Salah was hurt. Nah, he wasn't injured. He was gonna come on until what's his name came uh, got injured. Who? Um, who was the last sub? Fuck. Uh, Wasn't sure. it uh, when Wijnaldum and somebody else? When Lovren, now when Lovren came in, because um, uh, uh, Matip got injured at center back. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so it wasn't anything related to like injuries or. No, I think he was going to play. Oh, interesting. This whole time I thought it was like an underlying injury. I know uh, uh, Robertson, right? Was he? They said he was hurt. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, that he had, he had a knock, an ankle injury or something. Yeah, the, he hadn't been training consistently with the first team. Yeah, uh, up to up to the first game back. So um, I thought it was the same situation for Salah, but yeah, I agree. I, I don't know. I, I just thought he would he would kind of make sure he took care of business. Get you know as soon as this this, this whole restart uh, kind of took place, and then just kind of finished out the season mm-hmm. comfortably, but. It was kind of a head scratcher. Yeah, I don't know. Because you never know, man. Liverpool has some tendencies. That they do. Fine. I mean, they, they almost showed it, dude. The fucking Everton had like two opportunities to close out the game and take dude. like a 1 0 win, and they just yeah. couldn't put it in the back of the net. Yeah, I did. I, I thought they were going to get it at the end there. Do you. Are, are, they, are they not deep enough that like, no, no, they wouldn't be crowned? Like, they are. They, they, they should be able yeah, to win. Like I mean, dude, 20 points, right? What is it, 20 points, right? Yeah, 20 points. That's, a, that's too many points to, like, make up. They yeah, have even to, though they were to lose every single game moving forward. Yeah, they will have to lose every single game, and there's no way they're going to lose every single game. Yeah. So when, when can they wrap up the league? If they win over at Crystal Palace, yeah. it still doesn't wrap the it weekend. up for them, right? Over the weekend. Because I think they, they I think they're five points of clinching. Over the weekend, we'll put them against uh, Aston Villa on Sunday, no? Yeah, so over the weekend they can clinch. 
If they if they win middle of the week and they win weekend, they're, they're good. So they got yeah, they got Crystal Palace and Man City. And Crystal Palace is on a streak, dude. They've won their last four matches. Like two zero or something? Uh uh who they play? I remember, but they went to no, I think. Yeah, Both they did went to Halovich and what's his face? What's his face called? Um, over Bournemouth. That's who they played. Yeah. Two oh win. And then they got Liverpool on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So then you never know, man. Crystal Palace is known to upset good teams, dude. So yeah, they got a pretty good squad. You have to give it to them. They have Sahab and Teke, Mahalilovic, or Mahalo, whatever his name is. Van Anholt. Van Anholt's pretty good in the back, yeah. They have Gary Cahill. Yeah, they got uh, that dude, uh, that German kid, Max Myers, I think his name is. They have Max Myers, yeah. So they have a good team. And again, they have the tendency of like, like playing up to big teams and big games. So you never know, man. They could, they could probably go in there. It's at Anfield, right? It's at Anfield, yeah. They could go in there and sneak out a draw, maybe. You never know, dude. Yeah. Put a little bit more pressure on Liverpool, you know, to finish out the season. <laughs> nah, that's not pressure. Come on, dude. <laughs> you never know, man. Just knowing no Liverpool, dude, they put pressure on themselves, you know. Even when it, when they it's they seem to have it in the palm of their hand, somehow they really don't. That's true. They're uh, that's oh, that's Liverpool is that like new Liverpool. That's just Liverpool history in general, dude. Yeah. That's what they're known for. That's their MO. So until they win something, I like, there's, it's still, <laughs> it can't well, be overridden. They won the Champions League, I guess, but. Okay. So just alternative history. And like, I know they're not going to, I know they're not going to lose the title, but just by some God given miracle, mistakenness, they do lose the title. Like, how bad would this be for Liverpool? I think it'd be the worst thing that could possibly happen to them in their history, right? 20 points clear and for them to choke? Dude, like... <laughs> with a break in between, dude, literally everybody got a break in between to recharge their batteries. But would they be able to use that excuse of, like, if, there's, if there could possibly be an asterisk next to their title reign, could there be an asterisk if they were to blunder the title? I don't think it works that way. <laughs> right? I don't think losers get asterisks. Only the winners. I was trying to shoot him some bell, but I guess not. <laughs> do you think they would? Do you think the fans would come back and say we should have voided the season? What would it have been? What would be worse? Like having the season voided and not lose the title, or play the the, the rest of the season and lose the title? 20? Oh, that's worse, dude. Five playing out the season and losing. Yeah, I think playing out the season and losing would yeah. definitely be worse. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no way. Yeah, that definitely has to be the worst thing. Dude, yeah. That would be- like, if that happens, it would have been better off just like, yeah, here's the title. And just called it a day like uh, like the French League, you know? Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like if it were to happen, people wouldn't be surprised. You know? It would <laughs> be another either. Liverpool thing. Liverpool being Liverpool. <laughs> I agree. If, if they draw the rest of their, their games, do they still win it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So they have to lose, they have to lose. A, a good chunk of their, the rest of the games. Yeah. Uh, the majority of follow them, really. Yeah. Let's see. Seven. If they lose seven games, that's 21 points that they drop. How many games are left? There's eight games. Oh, shit. Nine games? Yeah. 
Yeah, but that, that's also assuming like everyone else wins, right? But that's assuming that yeah, I mean that that uh, city wins every game from not the end of the season. Well, they already got two in a row. So you're asking for a lot for a, a, a team with a, a man down now. After your team is injured already, it's only two games in. <laughs> what do you mean? It's only a widow that's injured. Who didn't somebody else come off with a knock the last game? Tambien? No, nobody's hurt, dude. I think somebody else came out came off with a knock. Nah, tú te imaginas cosas, dude. You're that's how that's how uh, como se dice mala leche you are, man. You're like <laughs> hoping, wishing, dreaming. Mala leche. Nah, oh, somebody yeah. came out with a knock, dude. Dude, you, if, if people wasn't it a defender? And like the little the little Instagram. Wasn't it a defender? Like this dude's always hoping somebody breaks a leg, breaks an arm. Wasn't it a defender that came out injured last in the last game? Nah, nobody got hurt. Hmm. Everyone's like a walking botanica. <laughs> dude, this guy's like, Let me curse the ground you walk you walk on, dude. Right. <laughs> All right, man. Well, let's go to the other draw, dude. Where Manu draws against Spurs. So, one, one, two, man. What can I say, man? This, this is what I say about like young players. You know, this is the, the kind of play, the kind of game you need older players get. to finish. Neil. You know, and like nada, like Rashford, that pass from Bogba, that should have been a fucking goal. Like you think? Fuck yeah! I the defender closed closed out pretty well, to be honest. Rashford's first touch was awful because yeah. his his touch was so bad that it allowed the defender to catch up to him. Because if you see, la hubiera tocado bien, si we we push it properly in front of him, one two steps and hit. You know, he had he had a shot on target. Pero le quedó, le quedó uh, on the foot. So el defensor tuvo chance de defensarlo. So all he had to do was push it forward a little yeah. bit. Yeah, just push it forward so he could get it one or two strides in and then take a take a hit. Yeah, you have high expectations of Rashford. Yeah, dude. that's I what I was going to say, dude. I don't <laughs> think that he's that type of player, man. What do you mean? He's not no Kuna Huero is what I'm saying. Yeah, dude, because he can stay on the field. You're talking about plays that Kuhn does in his sleep. <laughs> you want Rashford to do it at 21? Yeah, dude, he does, <laughs> no. his, he, he does in his sleep because he's injured, bro. He's at home fucking... There's levels to this shit, bro. There's levels fucking to at this, home man. high on fucking pain meds. I guarantee you, if you ask Rashford, if he could if he could have half the career Kuhn has by the end of his career, he'd take it. Nah. Come on, <laughs> Edwin. Have a career? I'm not there, dude. Come on, Edwin. Um, they look, no, they like, look all right. I think they, they look better when Pogba jumped on there, though. Jumped onto the field. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, but they're more unbalanced. That's the thing. Defensively, they're they're uh, when he's on the field, they don't have anyone coming back to to help defend. So well, that's why they have fucking uh, McTominay and uh, Matic in the middle. Fred. They didn't. No, they had to pull. They pulled out a defender. So when the when the Matic and throw, he he was a center back. What the fuck? Why? Uh, because what's his name got injured? I think another injury, man. Then you talk about City made a glass. Like, is what? there is Eric Bailey still playing? Or is he retired? Bailey came on for like a minute. I'm surprised he didn't get hurt. I me too. <laughs> Motherfuckers made a glass. So how do you think they're gonna line up for the next game against uh, Sheffield? <laughs> If I were United, I would put my the whole. Uh, I would put a full team in, 
Porque Sheffield has played three games already. Or that would be game three. Yeah, would, three in like, uh, what, eight days, ten days? Yeah, something like that. That's yeah, that one, that's going to be United's second game. So I think I think they should be able to have more uh, um, uh, fresher legs. Would you say Pogba starts with Bruno and maybe somebody holding in the back? I, I would I would say so. I would think that's the best option. You think that's going to work though, or do you think? Uh, how, the thing is, I feel like they're both players that that like to push up. So who's going to have the 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 green light to push up at all times, and who's going to have to? Pick and choose their their moment, their their time. I I think it's just going to depend on on how the attack is is working its way out. Up, you know, if it's something that that Pogba's going to work his way up, like instead Bruno's going to stay a little a little a little further back. If it's the other way around, like Pogba's going to have to wait at the top of the the semicircle, you know, at the top yeah. of the eighteen and be ready to defend. But I just don't see Bruno as that type of player though to hold back. You know, I feel like he has to participate in every offensive play to be effective. They're going to have to figure it out. Like I'm telling you, that's, that's the issue with having both of them on the field. Porque no, there's, no, there's no coverage, you know? They're going to play a three... They're going to play a three-person three back line. They're going to play like a 3-4-3, three, three, I think. 3-4-3? Three, three? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I think so. That's the first canal. You guys haven't played 3-4-3 three, three all year. Yeah, but that that would be the only way to get enough defenders back and to allow que, que estos dos play in the midfield. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm starting to think starting to think Wolves and Sheffield are <laughs> coming for that Champions League spot, dude. I, I don't think I don't think Sheffield is gonna be able to to manage. So Wolves you and Wolves are tight in points. The only thing separating you guys is the goal differential. Goal differential. And we have an easier uh, end run. So, And then uh, you guys are playing a catch-up Chelsea who five. are five points clear. Yeah, I think they're, they're going up against you guys, no? They got City next. Yeah, yeah, they got a couple of tough games. So are you liking your chances? Champions League or no Champions League? I think we're going to get Champions League, whether it be fifth place Champions League or Europa League. Champions, Champions League. Why would you get fifth, league, fifth place Champions League? Well, because there's a ban on a certain city. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're still holding on to that, dude? That's not going to happen. Dude, it's going to happen. If, if it's going to happen at any point, this will be it. Not going to happen. But here's, there's, what, eight games in hand? About seven, eight games? Leicester's eight points ahead. I mean, what's to say they don't they don't blunder a couple games? They could, but I think they have a better. I think they have a pretty good team to stay in the top four. Man, and who, who do they have left? Who do they have left to play? Them? Yeah, it matters. Like, who Leicester? Yeah, if it's all bottom feeder teams, like they're. Uh, they got they got Brighton, Chelsea, Everton, Arsenal, Crystal Palace, Spurs, Sheffield United. Bournemouth, they could lose a couple of those games, dude. You guys could beat them. Uh, Tottenham could beat them. Everton could possibly beat them. Chelsea, so I yeah. don't know, man. I feel like there, there's two spots up for grabs for Champions League. Third and yeah, fourth. Be, yeah, that might be it's the case. Legit, it's legit going to come down to Leicester, Chelsea, United, Wolves for those last two spots. Yeah, yeah I think Chelsea's going to get one. 
Yeah, yeah. Dude, they have a fucking amazing team. Like, Let's see, they got City, they got Leicester, they got West Ham. They they still have Liverpool, and then they have Wolves at the end. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not, a- nothing's there for sure, dude. Between those four teams, nothing's for sure. They have their they have their handful of games where they could easily lose a couple of these. And again, it's only an eight point differential. Yeah, that's not a good lot. That's three games. That's two losses and a tie, dude. You know? Uh, that's three games. No, I know, but I'm saying like two losses and a tie, and then you could get them on goal differential, if possibly. Yeah. That's like only the seven. Math could... Huh? That's only seven points. Yeah, oh, yeah, you're right. That's three games. But the math could work a lot of different ways. Yeah. yeah it should be an interesting run because it's definitely very tight for th- third and fourth. Too tight. Yeah, third, fourth, and fifth are definitely up for grabs for whoever. It's going to be a good run, yeah. yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah. All right, so let's go over to uh, to Edgar's favorite team, man, Real Madrid, who takes lead in La Liga standings over Barca. Yeah. I was looking at the table, and they're, like, tied in, in points. I'm assuming they got them on the uh, head-to-head matchups. Yeah, head-to-head. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah, I, like I was checking, and I was like, wait, this shit ain't adding up. Are they just letting us uh, buy our, our way to the top again? <laughs> <laughs> but then no. I was like, now I'm assuming it's head to head. Yeah, you're not, supposed to, you're not supposed to say that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah they, got, uh, they got eight games left over there, too. So, and, I don't know, there's no more classical left. I don't know. I think Real Madrid has an easier last eight games than Barca do. Barca? Who does Barca have? Uh, Barca still has to play uh, Athletic Club, Madrid, Atletico Madrid, um, Villarreal. And I think Real Madrid, the toughest game they have is probably... Betis. Nah. (laughs) They got it easy, man. Honestly, Real Madrid has it easy. They have Mallorca, Espanol, Get that, uh, Villarreal, maybe. Granada, Villarreal, Granada. Leganes, Leganes, and Alaves. They got it pretty easy, dude, to be yeah. honest. It's looking like it's there to lose. Yeah, it seems like it. And, and honestly, Zidane has been playing really smart because he's, like, rotating the players pretty frequently and, like, giving them a, enough rest. So it looks like he's not going to have many issues, you know? We're looking at the, at the bigger picture at uh, the Champions League. Yeah, and then there's Champions League in August. And then fucking Ahamas got some burn too, man, surprisingly. Yeah, he got a, he got a game yesterday, huh? Yeah, dude. <laughs> he hadn't played like in three months, I think, right? He hadn't played a, a La Liga match in like yeah. three months. Yeah, um, yeah man. Are you talking like pre-COVID? Pre-COVID, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, probably. Yeah, so that's surprising. Um. But yeah, it's, I mean, calling. <laughs> huh? I was like, "Nah, somebody's phone is ringing." Sounds like that must be Sadan calling. <laughs> I don't, I don't think it's mine. I think it might be Edwin. Yeah. Oh, Daddy Trump. I'm calling you, Edwin. Who's <laughs> checking in on you? Huh? Who's checking in on you, dude? Dude, calm down, bro. <laughs> Turn on right, your man. camera. <laughs> You see this? Like, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Man. Also, Sergio uh, Sergio Ramos. He uh, he scored his 68th goal, man. 
So penalty. Dude, he moves up to uh, highest scoring defender in La Liga history, passing a uh, Coleman that used to play for Barcelona. So, yeah, man. That's a big feat. Congratulations to Sergio Ramos, man. Sergio Ramos. Um, can we say can we can can we have a consensus and uh, agree that he's probably the best defender that's ever played? Ever played? Ever. He's probably top five. Yeah, he's definitely. Um, I think you have to like Maldini might be better. Maldini? Yeah, like the, I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, like the whole talent defender shit. Like that's their whole, like that's their whole forte. Who's better than Sergio Ramos right now? Well, right now right nobody. Now, yeah, right now nobody. Right now, right now nobody. <laughs> He's it's probably like him, and then it's like VVD and Laporte. Nova and come on now. Dude, has Laporte played any games before fucking COVID? He just played back-to-back wins, bro. <laughs> he didn't play today. Yeah, he did. He came off the bench, though. He played, no? Come on, come on. That doesn't even count. They were already up five-zero. Nah, he came in like 60th minute. He played a nice 30 minutes, dude. Dude, they were already up 4-0. Yeah, ya no estaba haciendo nada. Fucking... Well, he played the other game then. He started the other game. He did start the other game, yeah. Back-to-back clean sheets. How do you like that? Come on, dude. Just put some respect on his name, dude. He's top five in the world right now. Easily. I don't think so. When no. he's 100%, he's top nah, five. Fuck no. I can give I'll you a better he's top, top five. He's top five and he's not five. I can, I can give you a top five and he's not five. <laughs> <laughs> I can give you a top five and he's definitely not five. Bro, he's top five and he's not five. I'll tell you that much. Sergio Ramos, DVD, Chiellini, Bonucci, Natia <laughs> Fucking Bonucci is 40, dude. He's not better than Laporte. Fuck yeah, he's better than Laporte. Guilini's not better than Laporte either. Fuck yeah, he is. There's no way. Okay, you know fucking... Here, drop, drop Bonucci. I'll put Koulibaly in there. There you go. Fuck. How about that? Okay, no way. Bonucci's listen, number six. Dude. Listen, man. <laughs> listen. <laughs> okay. Would you put uh, Puyol ahead of Sierra Ramos for all-time defender? Puyol? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nah. I wouldn't either. I was just kind of checking the temperature. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Sergio Ramos for sure. Sergio Ramos, I just feel like he's a, he's a complete defender, and he comes up clutch whenever the team needs him, like in every situation, regardless of what they need. If they need a, a, a perfect time foul, if they need if they need him to get red carded, if they need him to score a goal, like he steps he's up. He's, he's really able. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, exactly. In FIFA terms, he has that special something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. And and he's a fucking leader on the field. Like I don't know, I just personally, I think when it's all said and done, he's probably going to be the the greatest defender to ever play until somebody else comes along. But I don't I'm, lo- I'm looking at the like a little cheat sheet here. Greatest defender. It, it, it's a whole lot of ten defenders. Like you have Maldini, Cannavaro, Nesta, uh, Sanetti. Beckenbauer, there's no Beckenbauer, yeah. You can't like the thing is this guy, his resume is fully loaded. Like you, yeah. there's nothing somebody could stump him on. World Cup, check. Champions League, how many? Six? How many is he at? Five, six? I think five, five no? Five, I think. Five. 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 Imagine dude, five. Fucking all time leading scorer as a defender in La Liga. Check. 
Like, what else, what else do you want from him? He has everything checked off. MLS Cup, yeah. dude? <laughs> Come on, dude. <laughs> That's the hardest cup to win, bro. Well, who, who said that? Where'd you get that from? Huh? Everyone, dude. Everyone, everyone says those playoffs, those playoff style uh, cups are the toughest ones to win. <laughs> Come on, dude. Oh, Liga MX is just tough to win, dude. He could be first place all year. You think he's going to make the jump to the MLS at one point, or you think he's just going to finish it out over there? I think he, he said he wanted to retire at Real, no? What is he right now, 34? He probably has another two good seasons in him, if that, season and a half. Yeah. I mean, he, he's not very injury prone. He seems to stay healthy, so. He probably got a good three. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I would say. Run for the leadership, no? Hit, hit like 37, yeah. then make the jump to uh, Miami FC with uh, Ronaldo. Nah, I don't think he makes it down. I think I could see him sticking around for three years, and then uh, maybe next year he's still like a set-on starter. And then after that, they start like rotating him in, maybe big games, you know, shit like that. Yeah, he hasn't had that, that huge dip that players have at that age, so so long as he can stay relatively fucking um, honest. Fine, yeah. So consensus then, he's the, at this point, the greatest defender ever? Yeah. Wow. At the moment. <laughs> Unanimous? Yeah, no. at the, I think uh, presently playing, yeah, he's the, the best defender. No, no, no. Yeah. At, up to this point, up to oh, present day. Like all time? All I'll, time. I'll probably put him like top three. Edwin, greatest? No, no. Who do, you, who do you have ahead of him? Dude, I'll have Cannavaro, Maldini. Uh, that's it. I don't need to hear any power. <laughs> You don't know what you're talking about, dude. Beckenbauer. He lives for he lives for this, huh? <laughs> dude, these guys have been some of the best players ever. Yo, you're talking about Sergio Ramos, best player ever. He's definitely been. I would I would put him. I would. He's he's one of the best defenders around. Yes, but he's not the greatest. And no he has the resume to back it up, dude. Like, how is he not the greatest? I I just think I think that there's better defenders. Well, the ones you named aren't better than him, so you're gonna have yes, to think are. harder. <laughs> I just think he has like he probably has something like like against like Real Madrid uh, Real Madrid too, huh? Yeah, I, I think Maldini like he's up there. Like Maldini has what's this seven Serie A c- uh, titles, one Copa Italia, five Super Copa Italiana. Yes, I don't five, think they ever won the Champions League, right? No, he has five Champions Leagues. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he had five five European Cup Champions Leagues, four UEFA Super Cups, two international cups, and he has a World Cup. Well, just you got to think about this too. Paulo Maldini just retired like two years ago. Well, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like as of, as of now, yeah, he's the best. Like right now, currently, he's the best defender all the time. I I think like I'll put Maldini above him. Oh yeah. Nah, but I don't see like yeah. It's probably Maldini. He had less red cards. Less yellow card. <laughs> he wasn't. Dude, but all, he, that, all that makes a difference because you put your – first of all, it shows that as a defender, you're in the wrong place at the wrong time if you have to, like, foul so often. That means you were out of position. But you, <laughs> are, you ignoring, are you ignoring a lot of that being strategic, though? Like, uh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. No, no, no. Like, no. I feel like it's – You take that into account, Edwin. Was it planned? Yeah, the way he took down Salah was because Salah had beat him. 
Nah, that was just like a temperature check, making sure you know that he was in the game or not. And people keep going back Come to that. On, that man. was that was in the file. That was just a little... like I think it was Maldini who said, or was it Nesta, who said that if you're if you're a good defender, you never had to you never have to do a slide tackle because you're always in the right place at the right time. You never you you never have to you know fucking last ditch efforts because you're in the right place at the right time. You know, defending, it's like 80% positioning and 20% everything else. Come on, Edwin. You're just not seeing it, dude. <laughs> All tenable players you just named, dude, they're not better than him. Yeah, they are, dude. <laughs> looking, at, looking at the stats, yeah, probably the only player I'll put above him is Maldini at this point. I think Beckenbauer has like two World Cups. Uh, Beckenbauer? Beckenbauer? Yes. Netherlands Beckenbauer? He no, Germany. Germany. Oh, Germany? Yeah, nah, France. He the World Cups. France, Beckenbauer. Let's check. Let's check his resume. I know he has one for sure. I think he might have two. No, nah, he, really? he, he has zero. Oh, no, that's that's uh, Meenich. Well, he, he won one for West Germany. I don't know if y'all want to count that. Yeah. Nah, we don't count that. 1974, West Germany. It was back when Germany was still two, two uh, states. So He won. He won. He won one as a manager in 1990. And he won one as a manager. Yeah. It was it was still West Germany at that point. Yeah, I wouldn't put Beckenbauer ahead of Ramos, but I'll put him, I'll put Maldini ahead of Ramos. Luis, oh dude, I I don't know enough, man, to put him to even rank him. Come on, dude, that really? I, I give you an alley oop for you to shine, dude, and like, <laughs> dude, what am I gonna lie? Like, why am I gonna say oh Van Dyke? You know, like I'm just gonna say Van Dyke and like Sergio Ramos, and like that's it. That's all. Those are the only two guys I know. I didn't see anybody else. When? Yeah, don't fuck. What I wouldn't say, don't pussyfoot around it. <laughs> Say it with your chest, dude. Say who you think is the best. Uh, I'll say Sergio Ramos for sure. All right. So there you go. I two against oh, Van Dyke. Dude, yeah. Luis's opinion counts for nothing. So. <laughs> no, Beckenbauer played in the, the North American Soccer <laughs> League. Yeah, he came here after. Here Cosmos. You think he was part of uh, Operation Paperclip? <laughs> <laughs> What's Operation Paperclip? <laughs> and, uh, if you don't know about it, then never mind. <laughs> What's Operation Paperclip? <laughs> just, just Google search it. I don't want to say it. But we'll, <laughs> but we'll go on to uh, the next topic for Secret now. program? <laughs> no, my best. <laughs> wow. that, was, that was way before. That was like in the 40s and 50s. Yeah, it says start date July 20th, 1945. <laughs> just so people get an idea. All right, let's go to NASCAR. Oh, let's see. So, yeah, they, they... A couple things have happened with NASCAR ladies. So, um, what's the first thing? The, the rejection of the Confederate flag at all yeah. their events? Yeah. So, so yeah, did, did we did, talk about that last week. Yeah, we did, I think. Yeah. yeah so... Uh, Bob, most recently, like, Bubba Wallace, right, with the news? Yeah, so... That was a headline. Yeah, some unfortunate events... Yeah, somebody put a noose in his uh, garage, which is fucking crazy. Um, yeah, it's just hard to believe that, that that shit's still going on, you know? Yeah, it's fucking 2020 and shit like that still. I mean, when, in such a all the, manner, you know? I mean, th- th- there's been, what, six lynchings of black men in like the past week and a half? In Palmdale too, man, which is wild. Yeah, there was two in California. There was one in Houston. There was like two in New York. 
So, like yeah. the past three weeks, I think. Yeah, like that shit like that's happening. And it's not surprising to see a new showing up outside of his garage. And also trucks having them too, man. Like, I don't know if you guys saw like um, some post from like in the OC. Of a truck. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw the video. Oh, yeah. Miles Toe Hitch. Yeah. 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 So that's I wonder how, like, NASCAR's going to go about, like, investigating that. You know, it's like how much how much effort and resources are they going to put behind it? What's from the, what I, yeah. Go ahead. From what I saw, I think the FBI is taking care of it. So, like, I think they're investigating a hate crime. Yeah. Yeah, man, that's wild, dude. So, like... Yeah, that's what I saw, too, that they... Someone woke up and decided to do that. You know, it's like... Yeah. Yeah, seriously, dude. It's just crazy to think, right? Like, somebody woke up, decided to do that, take the time out of their day to, like, go and say, like, I, I hate you this much for me to take, to, to place this in your garage. And, like, um, it's just, it's kind of mind-boggling, you know? Like, it's 2020, and... Did they say if it was, like, his home garage or, like, the, the garage where he stores, like, their NASCAR cars and gear? I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I'm serious. Yeah. Yeah, it'll, it'll, be, it'll be kind of scary to just wake up and it's like your home garage. But you know. yeah, I think that would be fucking terrible. That'd be like yeah. But I don't think they specified it. At least from what I've seen. No, and uh, Talagetta Star. Oh, okay. So, oh, yeah, cool. they're, they're, they're like NASCAR garage. Yeah. Uh, so do they have to be able to find out who did it? Because there's fucking cameras everywhere, right? Yeah, like to get no, yeah, equipment yeah. and all of that. They're able to yeah, see who's in and out. Exactly. Yeah. But at least the rest of the racers showed, like, a great... They had a great moment by pushing his car to the front of the of the race. Mm-hmm. You know, showing solidarity and you know, just how fucked up the whole situation is. Dude, honestly, like, NASCAR in general has just keeps surprising everybody with the way they're handling this. Yeah. Like, honestly, I don't think anybody expected NASCAR to take the, the steps and the actions that they've taken up to this point. But they've really stepped up to the plate and, like, and like you know, just kind of grab this by the horns, and like, like we're not gonna allow this to happen. This isn't gonna, this isn't gonna, it's not gonna deteriorate when NASCAR is. And, and you know, it doesn't. Moment. I'll also say it doesn't feel forced in any way. You know, like it feels like very genuine. That's what I was about to ask. Like, if you guys yeah. think it's it's a PR move to kind of make it more inclusive, because like looking back, NASCAR has always been looked at as like a predominantly just white sport. Like you, you don't really see yeah. people of color, black people going. I think it has that context, but yeah, like watching or even going to events. But yeah, yeah. I, I'm with those. I like to me, it it feels genuine. It doesn't feel like it's a PR move, but to, to maybe, me, yeah, to me, it feels more genuine than the NFL. Oh yeah, definitely. I, I think we all had preconceived notions of what you know NASCAR is. You know, and, like, who's there all the time. Uh, you, you just know, like, in the back of your mind, it's just kind of like... Yeah, it's one of those biases that you just hold. Mm-hmm. And, like, just to see that the NASCAR, um, whatever they're called, league or whatever, um, decided to come out and just, like, say, fuck fuck the money, fuck, you know, who are our target audiences at this point. Um, we're going to do the right thing versus the money thing. I think I think it's just, like, you know... I think it's important. It speaks a lot. It speaks yeah. volumes to them. Yeah, because, like, I mean, there's the XFL, and the XFL hasn't said a word on this. Well, I think the XFL kind of went bankrupt, no? Once COVID hit, they have to quit. Well, I mean, the XFL is owned by Vincent McMahon, and, like, that, he's, he's like, known to kind of be more on the conservative side. Like, this dude 
there he like he's donated money to like the Republican Party and to like of course. his wife is his wife is a, the secretary of the um small business bureau. Yeah, so so yeah, like but at the end of the day, like, you know, you so you have people like him who who have decided to stay out of it for mm. financial reasons. Right. And the end of and NASCAR just said, Fuck it, you know, we're going at it. Yeah. So I think I think that speaks volume. I think also Randy Orton had a huge uh, thing. Yeah. He when he came out, yeah, I, I was surprised by that for sure. Yeah, I read it and I thought it was really. Uh, I really definitely cool. pegged them uh, more on the conservative side. Yeah, at least from before, like watching it. But yeah, what he said was really. Yeah, good. he gave a statement, right? Like regarding yeah. like, like because even I think in the statement he even said like at first he didn't understand the whole kneeling and like he considered it like disrespecting the flag but then i think it was something along the lines of he educated himself and and tried to try to get a better understanding as to why they were doing it why it was happening yeah. and what what they were trying to bring attention to and i mean it was good to see that he he stepped up and he and he kind of addressed it and you know because a lot of people a lot i feel like a lot of his fans are like might be more towards the conservative conservative side too so for him, with that type of following, to come out and say that, like, uh, you know, it, it might spark the, the, it might spark something in somebody's head. You know, somebody right. else who maybe was thinking along the same lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's tough, man. It's tough. And then we saw that today at Burnley, también the Burnley yeah. city game. The white lives. Mm. What was it? A uh, white lives. All white lives matter. Yeah, the yeah, matter. Matter. So. yeah. That was unfortunate. I think uh, Ben Mee, right? He's the captain. Yeah, I don't know if he's yeah. captain. I know he said something about it. Yeah, he addressed it right after the match. Like they wanted to talk about the game, but he addressed that first, and I thought that was like uh, that was big on his end to to come out and denounce that, and like say you know that that's not what the club represents. You know, that's not what the club is about, and that it's unfortunate that some people kind of miss the point with what's going on and why they have that message on the back of their jerseys. Right, right. That's wild, man. Like if you if you think about like how like how let's say, like, the movement here in, like, in the, in the U.S. and, like, how it's, like, kind of just transitioned into, like, the rest of Europe. But it's, like, it's not just the U.S., you know? It's, like, it's it's now it's, like, more, it's out there, right? Like, the racism, like, people being, like, super, like, vocal about it. But then also, like, going to these extents to, like, you know, um, kind of express their, like, point of view on, like, all of this. And, like, even, uh, almost say say um Fuck, how do you say it? Like, it's, I don't know. I, I probably, I lost my train of thought on that, on that part. But, oh, yeah, it's like everyone's just being, like, more vocal about it. And, like, they're going to the extent of, like, you know, spending money or uh, on all these, like, billboards and all this other stuff. So, it's it's just wild to see. Yeah. I think it goes back to, like, maybe, like, even the, the politicians that we've allowed to, like, kind of jump into high places that kind of okay this type of behavior mm-hmm. and it's allowed that that type of person to kind of come out with more confidence yeah. you know thinking that there's not going to be any repercussions for the shit they say or the shit they do you know this is what i was gonna say the counter view and the counter protest you know it's like that black lives matter then it's like white lives white lives matter so it's like the counter protest yeah but, yeah so it's crazy man it's crazy yeah. stuff all right, guys, any final thoughts? Anything else? NBA, NFL, MLB, MMA? Oh, wasn't there anything with the MLB today? That, that yeah, 
apparently of like the the players report they'll it'll there'll be a season of the players report by july 1st mm-hmm. i wanted to say it was like july 7th or something i probably started but just kind of skimmed through it but they have to report by july 7th so they can start in august i think they proposed a 60 game season right something like that i didn't read the whole thing i just kind of read that preseason july season starts in august yeah, so uh, MLB statement also put forth two directives to the union with a request for an answer by 5 p.m. on Tuesday evening. Those matters pertain to the player's ability to report a camp within a week by July 1st and the ratification of a safety and testing protocol for COVID-19. So the, the union has until shit tomorrow to say if they want to go through with it or not, and then they have, they'll have to report a camp by July 1st, which is... Mm. No, ten days. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're gonna accept it. Just and the way it, the kind of the negotiations have been going, mm-hmm. um, uh, it doesn't seem like they're gonna reach an agreement. Yeah. So the vote, which featured one uh, MLBPA, which is the Players Association representative per team, and eight members of the union's executive community, was three thirty-three to five against the proposal. Mm-hmm. So, are the players even getting paid? I don't believe so. I think the whole dispute is revolving around the amount they get paid and how much they would have to forfeit. And I think that's what's tying it up. And you know, I know but obviously as a player, you want to get the most, the most out of your contract possible, yeah. regardless of the circumstances. Yeah, but like if they don't play at all, they don't get paid either. So like, wouldn't they lose more money if they just don't, if they don't play? I'm not too sure. I don't know how that's worked out, man. I don't know, man. I feel like there, there could be clauses on there where Contracts are paid in full if they're, if they're voided for whatever reason or for, for whatever reason. You know, it's, it's like those uh, insurity, uh, insurance clauses, you know, like say the country goes to war and like sports has to stop. I'm sure there's yeah, like a clause in there. I, I think like, well, because soccer, I know most. And almost, I know that all the soccer teams, they don't have such a clause for a pandemic, you know? Yeah. They have clauses for other things, but not for like a pandemic stops our thing, mm-hmm. you know? So I don't really know. The only the only thing I've heard of where players actually had that, I think it was the the clutch players, right, Edgar? What? That uh, they they had worked out the deals and their contracts that they would get paid in full regardless. Somehow yeah, their contract or, was structured. Or they were going to get paid pay like ninety percent, right? Ninety percent of it. Yeah, and like most players, I think it was only clutch clutch uh, yeah. players or clutch players that that had those type of contracts. I think the rest of like the league, like other rep- other players, other reps. They weren't able to like have, or they didn't have that same type of deal. Like guaranteed contracts and stuff. Yeah, like I don't know how they work it out. Obviously, it's not going to say specifically like if a pandemic, because you can never predict those type of things. But mm-hmm. the way it was structured, I guess it's more of the lines like if there's a stoppage for whatever reason, they're still going to get paid ninety percent of their contract, or you know, it just clauses mm-hmm. like that. That's the only thing I've heard of, like in professional sports, since this, this whole pandemic happened. That kind of covered a player like that where they, they would they were getting almost their full contract paid out. Yeah. yeah I, don't, I don't know. It's it's tough with the whole COVID shit and how it's affected. It's mostly about like affecting player contracts and yeah. they're getting the money. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know why the – knowing that the owners are like billionaires, why they can't take a hit. I'm sure there's some sort of like tax relief kickback they could get in the coming years with the COVID and shit. 
So yeah. it's like you you take care you take care of your players now. You get the season to continue, and then down the line you could recoup it back. Yeah, you get the <laughs> never mind. Bigger tax cuts. Say it, Edwin. Say it. Don't bite your no, tongue. No, no, no. You're not. Yeah, say it, Edwin. No, I'm just gonna say that. Yeah, you know, there there might be other other benefits that they get later. You know. Yeah. Maybe players are more um, more loyal to the team, you know, and, like, if you ask them to take a pay cut, they might be willing to take a pay cut just because you, you looked after them while, you know, shit was hard for you, you know? Yeah. Yeah, during hardships. You know, sometimes, you know, sometimes players value those sort of loyalty. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's true. All right. Cool, guys. So, yeah, that's it, right? Nothing else in the world of sports? Unfortunately. I believe that is all. All right. So, let's uh, let's wrap this up. So, yeah, that wraps up today's episode. That's episode 65. Go on Spotify. Where else? Apple Music. Podcasts. Yeah. Uh, What's the other one? Um, Pandora. That's a good one. Check that one out. Google Podcasts. So you're all over the you're all over the place right now. What kind oh, of we're we're in a ton of places. I'm just trying to catch up. So Damn, did, you, did you not write down your closing statement? Like, no, I have it, dude. Like why why can't I just say yeah. say what I want to say? It doesn't have to be so structured, Ed. But it's very unprepared. Well I know. It sounds like you've never done it. Here's the script. We're on all major audio and social media platforms. Yeah, it sounds like you've never done this before, dude. Yeah, man. Yeah, you guys are just throwing off, man. Anyways, listen to us. Listen, subscribe, comment, do all the good stuff. Follow us on Instagram. Share our platform too. Like, uh, just make sure y'all do that, please. So, yeah, thanks for listening. And again, see y'all next week. We have some more sports. Stay tuned. Peace. Peace.